nights when the moon is high. The shadows dance, evil rise. The world between the living and the dead is So now is the time to let the horror you know again. Hey, welcome back to the Horror You Know podcast. I'm Darren. I'm Trent. I'm Ian. I'm Ian. <laughs> also a little disgusted right oh, now, aren't you? That was disgusting. Ian just got some mother's ass. milk in his mouth, so uh, it's, it's actually called dragon's milk. It's called milk. dragon's mm-hmm. milk, and it was not pleasant. He drank it straight from the teat. <laughs> Speaking of teat, uh, are we what taking about... other shots? <laughs> Can we skip to that, to that, please? Out of his mouth. Yeah, let's take our uh, traditional first of the episode shot. We're in season nice. two now, so all gloves are off. That's right. But somehow we're still doing familiar. Should be sponsoring us, the old Smoky Moonshine. How are they not yet? That's to, my question. To the lovely people. We need to reach out to them. New Holland Brewing Company, the, the views expressed here by Ian Torrance are not the views of this podcast. We love no. your dragon milk. Not we. Well, I don't know. I haven't tried mine yet. So. <laughs> Aren't the views expressed it. by him actually the views of this podcast? One individual. Well, okay. A quarter. A quarter of the podcast. A quarter of the views. Now, what we're about to take, what are these? Old Smokey. We peaked really bad. Old old (laughs) Smokey. We always do. Let's do it again. One, two, three. Old Smokey. That was nice. We went baritone. You guys went falsetto. I mean, we should. You gotta think have, we'd have it down by now. You yeah. gotta have dicks and pussies in the right. in the band, right? <laughs> gotta have some carrots in that stew. All right, I got that Barry Gibb. We got falsetto. old smoky hey! apple pie flavor this time to start off the November month of Thanksgiving. Look, I really want to wait for you guys, but I gotta get this fucking taste. Okay. Okay. Apple pie, here we go. Old cheers, smoky. here we cheers. go. Cheers, clink, clink, clink. We got you. Here we go. One, two, three, down the hatch. Pie my ass. It tastes like grandma's butt. I thought you said Woo. these were good. No, I like them. <laughs> They're not bad. A little, little spicy. Yeah, it's a little a more spicy. than I thought it was going to oh. be. Oh. <laughs> I can taste the fall. I can taste it. Which one's worse? Here? Oh, I take that over dragon smoke any day of the week. Any day of the week. That has an afterkick with grandma's the spice. ass. Is <laughs> that what I heard ass. over there? Woo. It does get a little afterbite to it. Do you guys drink dragons? I'm still on the milk thing. I haven't drank mine yet. I so drank I'm not one. Name that. I drank one just to put it in my collection. Trent, why don't no. you go ahead and give it a little taste on air? I'll, uh, you I drink, will. You drank frog's balls one time. So. Your freezer. <laughs> your cooler. Frog's <laughs> balls. You drank frog ass. Are you one talking time. about that swamp water you had? <sighs> yeah, nothing will be worse than that. So. What are we talking about tonight? Sweet Monaco. Take We're talking about some mother's milk, actually. We're talking about Barbarian. I thought we came Ooh. here talking about big tits. There are some big That's tits That's where the dragon's milk comes from. Facts. Hey, hey, hey. Spoiler alert for people. I don't know why you'd be listening if you haven't watched it. But yeah. I'm going to yeah. listen to this episode called Barbarian. You're going to talk about the movie? We're going to go full spoilers on this, right? Yeah, well, full spoilers. Pre-lips. So, watch this out. Tunnels. It's a newer movie. We, uh, we said we'd do some new movie reviews in our... Season two, so we're kind of doing that now. This came out what month ago, roughly a couple months ago. Mm, about a three. month and a half. To three. And I gotta say, I watched, watched it, about it finally. Two or three, uh, 
the yeah, ago. I was going to say, Darren, Wells, and myself went premiere night. Yeah, the only barbarians were you three for going to watch this movie without me when it was my idea for us to all go see it together. You're the one that always has scheduling conflicts. Yeah. I had a and baby, we, sir. You hey. didn't. Your wife did. It's true. I didn't. I just said, hey, there. I'll pencil you in next June. We'll go watch a movie together. But here's so the funny the part. Next time you can I knew actually he was watch gonna, one. But I knew he was going to bring that up about having the baby. You knew when you asked us when the movie was coming out. It was yeah, around I didn't, the actually. I didn't. I just knew it was soon. You knew there was a date because she told me the date. Wait, the due date or the release date of the movie? The well, release both. date. The barbarian told you. You should have known I knew both. My baby's re- I knew my baby's release date. <laughs> I did not know the movie's release date. But, uh, if it makes you feel any better, like I was thinking about you each time like the mother thing was like, baby, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I've buried the hatchet. I'm I'm fine now, but you're all still barbarians <laughs> to me. So, well, you are. I'm just know, excited to talk about it with you guys. Your uh, your your movie invitations for me have been revoked. Obviously, oh, man, I've reinstated them. Don't worry. Oh, thank you. You get a clean reinstated. Slate. You're reinstated. Rehired. I appreciate that. I'm going to make it the one. Except for the other night, I asked if you wanted to watch a movie, and you said nothing. You gave me no response whatsoever. Uh, that's true. Sometimes no response is all the response you need. Well, when Trent doesn't respond to something, it's it's very loud. I know exactly what he's Aww. thinking. I ain't going to that. God, did, did you hear a baby crying? <laughs> I did. I, I heard it. Okay. So let's let's go ahead and start in. This is a, a film by Zach Kreger. Which, what's he done before, you know? Anything? Ian knows. Give us a little... I do, but I've got to pull it back up because I've forgotten. I know I went over all this with you. It was Whitest Kids You Know, right? Yes. Yes. Whitest Kids You Know. Um, He was in this uh, other show with uh, uh, Anthony... What's his name? So what all has he directed, though? No, he hasn't really directed much of anything. He was just in, uh, he did he, uh, Wise Kids, seven you know. films, according to IMDb. Well, but I'm saying, like, I don't think they're, like, I think they're more independent. I don't think they're, like, big. Yeah. Was he a writer on Wise Kids, you know, or an actor? I think both. He was a director so on 53 episodes. So he's got a comedy background. Am I the only person that's never heard of this show? I guess so. What's, really? <laughs> Imagine that. You know, so one of the directorial... The, the, one, the one black you know. guy on the panel. <laughs> right. So the whitest kids you know, just, have you two seen that He's like, show? I just thought that was I watched three. it once. It's, 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 got, funny. it's funny. It's got its funny moments. So like he he was like a regular like writer, director, and he was he did appearances on there. Uh, like Miss March. Have you guys even heard of that? I've never even heard of that. And that actually has another guy from the whitest kids you know in it. Um, Civil War on Drugs. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, nothing big. Newsboys. Uh, Barbarian is the biggest one out of this. So that's why I said he hadn't really done much, like, film, so to say. And uh, the funny part was the way that the rest of us had heard about this film was actually from you, Trent. I know. And there was a tweet. Can you can you tell us uh, what, what it read? Well, the first tweet I saw on it was, I think, from Edgar Wright. And he was basically saying... It reminded me of Malignant, kind of. It was like, don't look anything up about this movie. Don't read about it. Don't watch the trailer. Just go in and watch it and, you know, go for the ride, pretty much. And that's kind of what intrigued me, because we had a Malignant episode. Go check that out to hear our thoughts on that movie. Malignants. But that was another movie that kind of, I don't want to say it came out of nowhere, but it like I did. I personally didn't know much about it until it came out, and I don't think I saw any trailers or anything, and it was a wild, crazy movie. Love Malignant, which, uh, which that we all liked. Most of us liked, I think. We yeah. all liked. 
And so it intrigued me when it got kind of compared to that. I was like, oh, another horror movie coming out that's kind of weird and kind of out there. And, you know, so that's that's what I don't feel like for me it. it was a lot like Malignant because Malignant legitimately like kept me guessing until the end. No, he's saying as in like saying the build up, the, the build up and the way like, released the uh, the trailers kind of like were a psych out because the movie was not about what you thought it was going to be about. Uh, and he was saying like. It was like malignant in that aspect to where like go in as like blind go as, in possible. as blind as possible and that like just true. just go along for the ride. And that's what I did. I did. I had no idea what to expect when I watched it. I just neither did we. <laughs> I definitely didn't. I don't even think I heard. Yeah, I, I saw like one like little TV spot before we went and watched it, but other than that, I hadn't seen anything on it, so I had no idea what the hell we were getting into. I mean, it was released in Comic Con July twenty second. So I mean, it's. It's been under the radar because nobody's really heard of it. It was just boom. I'm sorry. I just looked at you, and you do look like Steven Seagal right now. <laughs> you call me Sensei Seagal. Sensei Seagal. I'm hard to kill, baby. <clears throat> now you're marked for death, bitch. Oh no! Damn it! You think you're started. above? You think you're above the law, huh? I am. <laughs> Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Trent. <laughs> Insert. Steven Insert. Seagal. Quote unquote. Any Steven Seagal movie. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> whatever. So it was on a four point five million dollar budget, which is pretty low budget for horror films from True. a studio nowadays, especially with somebody that's. What was the face? Oh. I drank the milk finally. Was, I don't mean to interrupt, but I finally drank from the teeth. I don't know what happened. The dragon's milk. He was like, It's face. not great. Not, <laughs> Thank you. I don't hate beer like Ian, and I let still me, don't find it Let me it remind good. myself of it. I'll take a drink. Wow. It's a stout, Trent. An aged stout. You got a drink after me? Yeah. Bourbon. <laughs> Why did you put two hands around it? Do you need some fire to sterilize it? I'm the cradle know. the balls, buddy. <laughs> Relax the jaw oh, and swallow blah, blah, blah. the gravy. It's all right, but it's just kind of weird. I mean, it tastes like a milk stout. I mean, it's definitely Does a milk it? stout. It tastes Is like a stout, which has like a coffee licorice taste, and then it's hey, got some milky taste to it. Milk from the mother, and she was pretty stout. Am yeah, I right? Am I right? That's true. Her yeah. arms are real skinny, though. It's kind of weird. But anyway. We'll get yeah, there. We'll get there. there. We'll she didn't have no hips either. So we're talking 20th Century Fox put this out. $4.5 million budget. That's kind of low. I would say for a movie, but they don't, they don't really, I mean, they don't put a lot of money into movies now that have original concepts. I don't feel like they really needed a huge budget for this movie because most of it was practical. Like, I don't think there was a whole lot of They didn't there. really need any makeup or special effects because they actually found that baby <laughs> with a woman living in the tunnels down there. <laughs> she kind of looked like Rocky Dennis from that old movie Mask. Mask. <laughs> well, when it first started, I... When it first started, I kind of agreed because it was all set in like that Airbnb, and I was like, "Is this whole thing gonna be just in this one little room? Like, it's definitely gonna be a cheap movie." But then they go in the tunnels, and they eventually kind of. Well, then the homeless guy running up it was an actual homeless man. Well, hold up, like, okay, so the Airbnb thing, like, would you all have let her in if it was your Airbnb? Yeah. I'm the man. Of course, I'm allowed. I don't think so, man. Well, wait, are we? She's pretty hot. Are let's we talking about the movie start. now? Yeah, let's she looks like start. a really young uh, Rosario Dawson. Well, it, I don't know, man. Like, I watch too much like Deadly Women and shit. So, you know, just because she's pretty, 
Don't we don't want to let this random stranger? No, that had nothing to do with it. Well, Says okay, the guy that carries a gun with. around on his back hip every second of the day. Oh, what's that got to do with it? Besides You're always protected. Yeah. I don't want to have to use it then. <laughs> so you'd rather have it, rain. rather have it, and not need it than need it. And not so have it. let's start with the first of the plot. That so first scene. Know. First scene, pretty good. Which was great. She yeah. pulls up. It's raining like Gotham City. To the Airbnb. Where there's already Bill Skarsgård waiting inside. And the, for and the key's not there, right. so she can't get in. She can't use the code to get in or something. The code's not working. Yeah, three one one. No, the code works, but when she opens it, there's, there's no, no key, key because Bill's already in there. So Bill, then I say like he's a friend. So of then she's freaking out, trying to call and getting nobody, and right. she can't really go anywhere because it is raining. So this is a great like concept and setup. Are you guys agree with that? Like I thought the um, first half of the movie was top notch. Real tense, really real kind of mysterious. Like, Whoever the runs that Airbnb here? is like the worst, like yes. person ever because she he booked it with three different people, manager. right? Was I confused about that? There was two. That actually happens sometimes though on booking sites. So what I found out on Airbnbs sometimes if you have multiple different booking sites for the same property, yeah. they will cross dates sometimes on yeah, accident, like Verbo and to stuff. Each other, yeah. yeah. So that's Man. actually happened in real life, and I know that's a thing, but I'd still be pissed. So yeah, what do each one of you think you would do in that situation? I would. Have I mean, her it's in. you would have invited she, her. In. Hot. Wait, which position are we in? Are we you, in the Airbnb oh, yeah. or are we oh, outside? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, like I would I'm do saying, exactly what he tried to do. And fix just a cup of tea. You're the one that's and already she there. Kills me, that's You've already been checked in for like a day or two. I mean, if we're Bill Skarsgård, yeah, we invite her in. But, I mean, I think that was kind of what was great about that whole scene is because what if you were her? You flip it around, you know? Exactly. What? But Which I brings up that. a quote that you read to me about the director's <clears throat> statement. So let's go ahead and talk about that. Real quick, yeah, before we start, because we're going to be probably pretty opinionated about the movie. There was a quote I found from the director and what kind of inspired at least that first part of the movie. He had read a book called The Gift of Fear. And basically this book is saying, pay attention to that little voice inside your head because a lot of times we bypass little warning signs to our own detriment. And I think what the book was trying to say was, uh, hold on, let me find it again, sorry. While you're looking for that, I will say that I love that shot to where when she first walks in, it kind of like the camera pans slowly through the wall into the house. Like mm-hmm. it just gives you like an ominous feeling like you shouldn't be going in here yeah. something bad's going to happen. Basically, I think that was the warning you're talking about. Well, basically, he said he didn't want to write a movie. He wanted to write one scene where he could load as many little, as many little weird red flags into a scene that a man might ignore, but a woman probably shouldn't. He thought about a double-booked Airbnb, and you're stuck in a house with a man late at night, and he's doing all these things. He's making you tea. You didn't want it. But basically, the the book he read was kind of talking about little things that women should probably pay attention to that might seem harmless, Mm-hmm. But maybe he couldn't be like he had mentioned, like paying a woman a compliment when she doesn't ask for it, which kind of is a weird thing to say. Like who asks for a compliment? But like yeah. also maybe, maybe like weird. like a random Trey, physical. How does my beard look? <laughs> like what do you mean? Like it's good. See, my ass looked good in this skirt. Like when he said the she had like Tess is a nice name. You think that was weird? Well, I think that was kind of the point of that scene was to kind of like play like. Like you said, put all these little red flags into the dialogue that seem harmless from maybe yes, a man's a nice perspective, name. but like from hey, a woman's you perspective, you're probably sitting there thinking like, what's this guy's goal here? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like well, us as four men, 
We're sitting here thinking like, oh yeah, she's hot. So, Let's let her in. So no, I, that's not. Well, okay, I'm not okay, gonna say yeah, that's not yeah. a quarter of it. I feel like you want to be nice and gentlemanly yeah. too. Like you don't. Well, that's my point too. It's like she's alone. It, so in the neighborhood, you that already she's saw. In, he already saw the neighborhood. He saw the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I have a gripe about that later. But he saw the, the neighborhood, house and, on the and, block. and and he even <laughs> it was the fact that she didn't fucking notice. I she don't did care if it started. No, she didn't. Not at first. She no, didn't she notice didn't. at all. She said she didn't. No, and then the but, next well, day when, when she first like tries to get in, she turns around. Unfortunately, she starts looking up and down the street, and she notices that none of the other lights are on. That's it, it though. It's she dark. She just thought everybody was out. Yeah, but she knows how dark it was. She, but like we don't the next even day, see like what they look like. Yeah, uh, she didn't notice. I thought that was her like realizing like something is weird about this neighborhood. No, she didn't notice it until like fully noticed until the, the next day when so she was leaving yeah. well when she was going out to her car in the daytime and she looks around yeah. and all the graffiti and everything yeah. I'm like I get that it's dark and it's Burn raining houses but everywhere. you don't see any of that when you're driving that's what I'm saying with your headlights like, you had to have had your brights on because mm-hmm. like you said it was dark there, yeah. she had to have had her and, headlights on and let's be honest if you're from out of town and you're a young woman and you're going to an interview for a big job do you guys not even when you travel, do you not look at the neighborhood when you're oh, going yeah. there? I absolutely. always do. As a young I woman, absolutely trend, always do. do. Yeah. I use Google Maps and I look around the neighborhood and make sure I see reviews for the place that doesn't say, oh, it's next to yeah. crack houses. You know, Even if it's just like a hotel, I like to know which part of the city yeah, it's Yeah, I felt like that kind of fell flat on its face. Like, why would she even be there? Yeah. Why, would, why would he be there? Let's bring that up, too. Cause he did he say why he was there? He was he's uh, looking for new places for his band or whatever, right? right? That's right. Mm -hmm. But he's obviously semi-famous on the underground music circuit or whatever it was. He said that enough to where she uh, knew about it. His bandmates or whatever they own like a bunch of properties. Yeah, they're trying to acquire more. So is he there to try to buy that property, or is he there in town looking for other property? Because obviously, if he saw it, you'd think he'd be like, ah, I'm canceling this for res- reservation at this point. I got point. the idea that the whole neighborhood was like up for sale. Maybe so. Because remember, the neighbor was talking about selling his house, but clearly nobody sold their house. They all just That was back in the 70s. Yeah. But he's but, saying clearly nobody really sold. Cause, yeah, they just yeah. abandoned their houses. Because they would have been upkept, so to say. Well, they also alluded to the, the housing market because of the Detroit that's automotive true, shutdown yeah, that's was true too. affecting it. It alluded to that a couple times. So, another, well, my original point to uh, when Bill Skarsgård opens the door and sees her, it's raining, it's dark. She legit, he even asked to see her reservation. He sees it. And then the gentleman thing to do is, I can't put her out. I can't like look at this neighborhood. Like I can't send her off. And yes, I, I did allude to the fact that she was a very attractive woman, and she is. But even if she's a dog, I mean, you can't just send her out into the night sky, right? We're not going to get any texts about that at all on social media. <laughs> Prince is not going to be fighting for three hours. I'm just over. saying it doesn't matter how attractive somebody is. Sending a young woman, no matter what she looks like. Yes. Is a is a thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, looks it's, don't matter when it comes to your. No. Yeah. Safety. You don't just send somebody out. It's not the, even a young woman. Like it's anybody. You. Yeah. If you know somebody's well, there legitimately. Now, if, if it's, it's a, a guy, if it's a guy your age, would you let him in? I I would let him in at least to get dry and try to call. But you're somebody. a little more skeptical, right? You're a little watching. more. I and think I'd you be, would at least make sure they have somewhere to go, right? Yeah. Before you send them out. Well, and I think that's what he was saying. Why don't you come in? Look on the app. Try to find try to find another place to stay, another hotel in the area. 
uh, I'm not going to make you do it out in the rain. Come inside, sit on the couch. But then he was the one that was like, oh, every hotel's booked. Dude. Yeah. He didn't say that until later. He's like, though. I've completely forgotten. medical convention in town. I'll yeah. be honest with you, though. Detroit's huge. There's no way you're going to have any kind of convention right. that's going to book every effing hotel in Detroit. Well, it's true, but there's, there's also not going to be a big Amazonian woman walking, <laughs> swinging her tits true. in your basement either. So we got to suspend a little bit of belief you don't know here. That. That's true. I don't know that. Um, That's where horror movies walk the fine line, though. They try to get you to believe in reality, yet they skirt reality and common sense sometimes. So yeah, yeah you're right. They, you have to suspend belief, but we're yeah, trying to. But you don't set want to suspend it too this, much. Yeah, we're trying to set up all this stuff and just common sense tells you that's not know, be a like, real what, scenario. We also don't know what time of night this was. Like how? Like can you call a hotel in the middle of the night and just be like, yeah, book yeah, you could, yeah, they're checking in twenty four hours. I mean, you gotta think it's people a hotel. traveling. I know but he doesn't I'm stay saying. anywhere, <laughs> but it's better. The downside is like if you check in like past midnight, you still gotta check out like at eleven. But I'm also saying like you gotta think about. Well, it depends if you're. And if you're in California, you can check out anytime you like. That's true. She'll never she can leave. never leave. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you got to think about if it's like three or four in the morning, she's going to want to do something quick and convenient to make sure she's ready yeah, for a job is. interview, too. So she's not going to want to spend all night trying to get a room. I mean, yeah. Yeah, she would for safety. I'm not trying to say it's. Which she was, but everything, yeah, but everything was booked. And, and even, even so, like, like you said, and I've had that argument with Derek, actually. Derek. Derek. Who hated this movie. Yeah, he hated it, and we had this Paper debate on Paperweight so. Entertainment. Actually, it was on the Silver Screen Scoundrels. Oh, I'm sorry. You're um, right. I'm sorry. Also, Paperweight Entertainment, same same uh, entity. But uh, our, our our debate that we had back and forth was uh, <laughs> the fact that he said the same thing. He said the same thing. There's no way. There's no way she wouldn't have had a place that – I'm like, all right, Derek. But at the same time, like, they – they mentioned that they try to cover it up the way a Hollywood script would. There's a convention in town. It's the middle of the night. Again, She's already got to be up in the wee hours of the morning to drive to this interview, which I think she mentioned was like mm-hmm. half an hour away already. She, I think she even mentioned this was the closest place she could find to that convention. And it's Shut up out there. And it's not hard to believe that people are lazy and stupid. So I, I thought that whole scene played pretty well, even I with a little suspicion. I feel like if I was her, I would have rather slept in my car than uh, stayed in the night. Really, though? Man. But, like, in yeah. that neighborhood, slept in your car? Would you, you think you'd really be able to sleep with just, like, a stranger in your house? If like I that? was that girl, though, I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with him. If I was that girl, I wouldn't want to sleep in that house. I wouldn't. Now, I could see where he would want her to go into the house. And as a, as a guy, I'm not scared of... Women coming into the house. Those. I'm not scared of another guy coming into the house if they need help. What about a, a woman guy? But the a whole, woman guy the whole scene, is all the better. It's not like she was just like, oh, okay. Like the whole scene was played Tension. for her like yeah. apprehension. She was on pins and needles the whole time. It's and not it like worked she just, well. It worked well. And and she did start to work because remember she was about to. Uh, she didn't want to do it. No, and he was like, I made some tea, and then later he's like, I just realized I made that, and you didn't see me make it, and I, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I I showing all the I wouldn't have drank it either. Yeah. And all then those red flags. I, I waited. I was going to see if you wanted to have a glass of wine with me, but I waited because I, did, I wanted you to see me open it. Now, that was weird, though. He offered her the wine. She didn't want it, and then she comes back later, and he's like, in the middle the of the night. Wine. He has the wine out with the two glasses, and he's like, I think he's, he's like he's presenting I, I think it, it was a just him time. like trying hard she's to like but break she's the already ice told him no and get her to chill she's out. Got comfortable, yeah. yeah. So, so she felt comfortable about staying there with him yeah, because like you don't want to spend he a could whole tell she was night re- with somebody. Yeah, exactly. He could tell she was reluctant, and once he started getting into his backstory and explaining who he was, then you notice she's like, 
I will have. You know what? I will have a glass of wine. You're famous. You know what? I will have some meatloaf. You know what I do? And you like jazz music? Pour that wine. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, you saw that documentary. Coltrane is your favorite. It's three in the morning, but give me a glass. You're all right, man. Coltrane. I got an interview in the morning. I can't sleep in my car, but I'll take two glasses of wine. If please. they would have said Miles Davis, I mean, they would have been fucking the same night. Woo. So, what about Duke Ellington? <laughs> Duke Ellington. That's finger up the butt. <laughs> Needless to say, uh, Sorry, I think it was Louis Armstrong. <laughs> great as that scene was, we all agree on that. Takes a major. Not even a left turn, a U-turn, I would almost can say. I, just, can, I, I have a question for all three of you. I want you to be 100% real with me, okay? Okay. You go into the basement, you see this rope hanging out of the wall. <laughs> right. Are you, you going to pull, pull on it? it? No. No. I mean... Uh, you're going to pull it. You're going to fucking pull it. I feel like... like you're going to pull it. I'm going to at say, least pick it up. I want to say as a horror movie fan, I want to say no, but like in real life, if I see that, I'm probably going like, to be gonna, curious about it. You're going to give it a little touch. But once the door starts to open, then... Then you're out I'm, of there. I'm, see, out. I'm not interested in I've that secret passage. I've seen 80s movies. You pull that, and something's going to come out and chop your hand <laughs> off right next to it. It's not right, even going to be Indiana a door. Jones. That's yeah. you thinking of it as a horror movie Dr. fan. Jones, the Penitent Man. The Penitent Man. Neil! Yeah, I wouldn't. But to her wouldn't credit, though, rope. like she and remember she, once, she couldn't she, go back. Yeah, once she started to like so, go to the secret passage, and then she was like, "Nope." She had to find a way out. Think yeah, though, she couldn't get back up to the door. Think though, she does all this stuff. And this is another suspension of belief, I guess. Mm. But she doesn't want to sleep on slightly used sheets. She makes him wash them for an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I but she's going to pull on some dusty old rope to see what's behind door number two. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. On. Honestly, though, I, I kind of get that because I wouldn't have slept on those I sheets I wouldn't have either. either, but she's not going to pull the rope at that point. They've already established this girl has like some phobias and yeah. like she's but if she's cautious. trapped she might pull on the rope just to try and find a way out are you thinking there's a secret passage to the top if you pull on the rope what's wow. your I'll thought be damn process? there's a back door right here behind this rope what's let's, your let's thought remember, process like, on the rope we agreed that she was already sketched out about the whole situation at this point so she is not gonna pull that rope in real yeah. life but hey the movie would not be the movie without it so just saying go yeah. ahead Sorry. But blood also doesn't soak into wood, so, you know. <laughs> it does it if does. it's not. You need to but watch the floor process. is treated. If the floor is not. <laughs> you can think you got away with murder and they'll dig up, like, two layers of wood. That's underneath floor. of the wood. You're talking I about was the kidding. cracks. I didn't mean to bring it up. Floor. I'm sorry. You're talking about the subfloor. <laughs> it's fucking blood on wood. <laughs> well, anyway, let's get into what the bulk of the movie is because i'm taking my pants off oh so my like, god i'll be naked titties out for before we get into the rest were you, guys, uh, hey, continue? <laughs> were you guys like disappointed that the movie took a different turn were you into it were you like what the fuck's going I'll on i'll tell here? you immediately the three of us i mean i was very back know. row yes the three of us <laughs> are in the very <laughs> back row <laughs> We didn't invite you, Trent. There's nobody else around us. It's just us. It was nice. It was nice. Nobody. It was nice. Please. It was nice. All right. And I booked us seats directly in the middle. So we had the middle the middle of the screen. I bet it was nice. It was so nice. Was there was plenty of room over here for a fourth person to be named at any time. <laughs> a three-story screen staring yeah. us oh, tits out in and, the face. And then the, the surround sound. If only Trent hadn't Pretty refused good. to come with you us. You could literally hear the titties like a pendulum. Let me sw- rephrase. Swaying in the background behind you. Let me rephrase, I guess, before we get into the titties. Did you guys still think that... <laughs> oh, we're going to get into those titties. Keith, Bill Skarsgård, did you, are you all still thinking, oh, he's 
It's Keith. He's up. To I, never, He's, no. I never, I never once thought suspected him because I thought they were trying so hard to get you. To I agree. Yeah. And but, I knew that there was a reason for that. Yeah. I never thought that he was like weird or anything because I thought he was like reacting pretty normal to the situation. Right. I would agree. So I will say, when she goes down into that hallway, she gets to that little secret door. She goes through that secret door, and then she hears him screaming. Right. So the three of us are kind of like. Interesting. Wait, we're talking about. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before that, skipping that. Before that, his insistence to even go down there. Didn't you think that was a little weird? I'm not. We don't know that. But he allowed her to stay up there. But we don't like, know that. We know that he walked in and saw the camera. True. We don't know if she snuck in and grabbed him and dragged him down there. Now you can speculate all you want. Maybe the door was open. He turns, sees it. The fuck is this? And walks down there. But don't you think he would have yelled back and told her? I think he got dragged down there because she yells, Keith. And he, and he, he was saying, What's yeah, saying I him? see Keith. Keith. <laughs> she was saying that uh, she was yelling his name. <laughs> and, and then he all said of a sudden he, he yells back, Matt. Oh, <laughs> what was her name? Started on that. That's so last season. Her please. name? What was her name? Tess. 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 Get back. Dude. That's no. right. <laughs> so, but don't you think like, so he was responding to her the whole time. Don't you think he would have been like, hey, wait, there's another door down here. I don't think he would have just walked know. down there. But she already saw that room, right? Yeah. So, she saw the first room. The camera room. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't see the second door going She down. did not. And that's why I think he got snatched going down there from behind. But this you know is why I, mean? I think it's weird. Like, it's not that she falls in love with him quick, but you could tell she was kind of. Like, she had a thing for him. To, she had a thing for him. She Chemistry. looked at his picture, smiled, and all that stuff, right, at the interview. But then when he goes down to look, she was at first, like, when she first sees that room, nope. Now, why are you not going nope when you hear him scream? I think she was in her head because the look on her face told me that she was like, fuck, what do I do? She should have went outside and called the cops. Dude, there were so many really? times in that movie where my would wife you was. Not, would you go looking for me if I was down there going, fuck ah! yeah, dude. That's why I got well, the block on my head. Gun, but yeah, yeah, she didn't. She had She's so many chances to leave. But So many chances. And Jensen was like, every time, like, don't. Don't. You're stupid. What are you doing? Like every time she did something, like, go yeah. back down there. And right. I agree. It was kind of. It doesn't like, make a movie. But at the leave, same time, but, okay, so. But then it, she did call the cops. But here's how you got to look at it. Yeah, I was going to say, I. This was the most realistic but part of the movie. But the cops were like the most frustratingly point, though, useless they could be. She looked like a crackhead, like she was strung out a little bit. True. But True. wouldn't a captive woman look like that, too? Well, shouldn't the cops know Why that there's something weird that, about though? that house? Because she literally said that she was being held cactu- captive. 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 Why would they think that? She had no ID. She had one shoe off. Yeah, and if you're being. But if you're kidnapped, then you're obviously going to look like that. And she took them back to the nicest house in the district. But even if it wasn't the nicest house, why would everybody else know about this except for the cops? Like, oh yeah, there's definitely a crazy no, cause ass they, woman. Because they don't there. stay in that area. They that that was supposed to be, from what I heard, I, Bob said this on on our uh, Silver Screen Scoundrels review that allegedly that the reputation for Detroit police is they're really like that. Well, I said it was the most realistic part of the movie. Yeah, when I was watching. Like, yeah, really cops is. blowing off something like that. Yeah, yeah like a, a means of subject for like cops. They don't Sorry stop crimes from happening. Not all cops. And well, it's true they don't stop crimes from happening. And cops like, are reactionary. We've talked it's about before. I watch a lot just, of these investigation discovery shows, and that's a very uh, common theme on these situations. Not listening to the, the cops. Yeah, they don't do anything until somebody gets hurt or worse. But if a woman 
especially a woman, especially a young woman, came up to you and was saying these things, you'd have to entertain it. You would. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like she's telling Indiana you somebody's would, murdered down there Detroit already. Might not. This is a crack what? neighborhood. What Madison? They look. <laughs> this is also a crack. I got friends on the Madison Police Force. Let's, let's check ourselves out now. I don't know. I'm not a cop. I don't know. I've not been trained. I just would think You're not? that a woman. I thought you were. Especially a young woman. You keep talking shit. Stephen's gonna come over there and for the court. Ungawa your ass. I get it, man. Like the cops, they are. They seriously are tied a lot, like legally, on what they can do at some points, but. But it, it just sucks that a lot of times they don't do anything. They had literally. Hold on, we're getting too far ahead. Yeah, we're getting. We're let me ahead. let me get on my point here. You guys talked about, and it was a good point from you guys. Her foolishly going down into that basement, right? However, you got to think of it from this perspective. When she first got there, Keith could have told her, "This is my Airbnb. I got the key. I got the reservation. Piss off. Get the fuck out." But. He risked his life and safety because he didn't know who she was. She could have been out there with anybody. She could have been the killer. She could have been a killer. She could have had like a gang of people out there waiting to come in and do terrible things to him. Exactly. Sexual or not. I don't know. And my thing about the Airbnb was like, we don't know how long he was there, but clearly he checked in before she did. So there's a good chance he probably booked it before she did. But my point being is that he was willing to give her the benefit of the doubt and risk his own life for her and say, you know what? The right thing to do is to let you come in. I can't leave you out there. That's not the right thing to do. So when he goes into this basement and he's down there and she doesn't hear him, you or Jensen for the, you or Jensen for the matter, I think and a lot of people I heard say the same thing. Why the fuck would you go down there? That's so stupid. You don't think that she kind of owed it to Keith to check on him to make sure he was okay after he whether she owed it or not? Yeah. I don't think I don't think most people do it. Like we had this discussion earlier. Remember me calling you guys pussies for not wanting to go help people, and you're like, "Oh no, I'd leave." For what now? It was a you, conversation I, like was, in uh, season one. It was the Conjuring was. episode. You were talking about if the woman comes across and tells you there's a ghost haunting her house or whatever. Would you yeah, go yeah. Help and I was like, "Yeah, I absolutely would." And some of you guys, I don't remember who. I ain't. I fingers. said I would. You, I think you we all were like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see a ghost. And I'm like, you don't know. You don't I think we all agreed. I was I don't just think saying you were I would help people. I, I didn't say about Would ghosts. I go to a neighbor's house? Sure. Would I go down a creepy dark that stairway was, and tunnel? <laughs> that was in Poltergeist, right? It looked Poltergeist like the... Episode. It wasn't the... No, it was Conjuring, I think. I think he's right. It was Conjuring. Conjuring 2. Yeah, because it was about the right before they called the police, they ran over to the neighbors and asked the neighbor to go over. And I asked you guys mm. if you were the neighbor and a woman ran over to across oh, the street with her yeah, kids Conjuring two. and said, would yeah. you come over? And then you said that the chair levitating like a foot and a half off the floor was condensation. Yeah. Trust me, as Trent says, I'm this podcast's biggest fan. I listen to all of our episodes. Like, <laughs> we, shouldn't doubt him. Super we shouldn't doubt him at this point. <laughs> he's, he's like 55 of let's, her. You know what? <laughs> listens. Oh, yeah. If we want to go back to the tape, let's just ask Luna. Luna would know. Oh, Luna. Yeah. The, he said who? I think I think she would not, though. I just don't Luna? think she would. I think Luna, I think Luna would. Yeah. You're talking Damn about She came all the way from We're Ohio. We're talking about blood yeah. in the stain, right? Is that what we're talking yeah. about? Yeah. No, wait. Cleaning the stairwell. We're talking about what characters would or wouldn't do in a horror movie. You that's stop like a we whole... We need to get to the freaking titty mama. That's where the so thing took a know, turn. But no, I'm saying no, like you guys would go down there. I said this when I was doing my review with you when we were just briefly discussing it. The whole first third of the movie is excellent. Was I think up to this point, it's its own movie. It hasn't taken a U-turn yet. It's starting to get interesting. 
I thought it would be cool if they made her the actual killer instead of him, the way they set it up. I thought that would be a cool twist. Like, she's acting all innocent the whole time, and then she changes. Might be cliche, because that's actually happened in a couple of horror movies, but this one just seemed like a good setup for that. That's what I was thinking. And, and I told you guys that when we walked out. Yeah. But that didn't happen. So now, the let's The movie go. definitely changes I'm sorry, directions anybody else suddenly. hear Elmer Fudd laughing in the background? <laughs> oh. The movie definitely changes direction suddenly at a point, but I kind of like that. I did, too. Now, I will tell you, that's what I was getting at. That's what I was alluding to when the when she went down in the into the the coves into the cave in the catacombs. She goes down there and he comes crawling at her out of the dark, which was creepy. And he says, "There's something else down here." And that was when the best that scene of the movie. Thing ran toward the camera, grabbed him by the skull and beat his skull off the wall and turned around and screamed at and her. Beat him off and beat him off. <laughs> Beat him off the wall. So when it did that, I immediately like was on the edge of my seat. I was ready. I was like, okay, yeah. I like where this is going. And then Justin Long <laughs> drives in singing that <laughs> yes. fucking song. Well, that scene pissed me off too because like as soon as Justin he Long. crawls up to her, he's like, shh, shh, trying to get her to be quiet. She starts screaming like, oh, we got to get out of here. What are you doing? And he's like, calm down. There's somebody else down. What do you mean there's somebody else down here? Like you wouldn't have been a little hysterical. Why is it in horror movies when you tell somebody to be quiet, they always think they have to scream? If that just thing attacked you, though. Wouldn't you also grab her and immediately run back that way? Like, why are you being Well, like, he was also wounded. Calm. Like, no, get the fuck out of there. Don't stay well, calm. Well, I also think he doesn't and know how, where it was. How did he Probably. know that quickly to stay calm, though? Because, like, she does later on, but, like, he doesn't know that she gets upset over action and reaction. I think, oh, I think he was just saying... Shh, lower your voice. I don't know where the fuck that thing went, and I don't know the way out of here. We got to go this but way. Yeah, I thought he said he, he, something like, don't upset her. Or you I don't, don't want to upset her. No, she said she that, says that later, AJ, but like I thought AJ was Skarsgård said it too. He might have. I don't remember him saying it, but he might have. My vote is no. I don't think he said it. I think he was just like sneaking around just fine before he ran to her, and he's like, just chill out, be quiet, because I don't want her to find us. And then it's too Him late. coming up though is the best scene in the movie for me. That was the scariest, probably coolest. Did scene you all in the movie. expect him to get his head bashed in that scene? What no. now? Yeah, that no, was pretty fucking brutal. I loved it. And then I liked the cut to AJ. And it absolutely alluded back to Psycho. Yes, killing off the biggest star pretty much in your movie at that point. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Would you consider Bill Skarsgård the biggest star? You got Justin Long coming two, in. Justin Long, we haven't seen yet. You killed him before you even see Justin Long. So that's he was the a very douchey character, movie. but I also thought he was really entertaining. So I, I kind of liked him. Justin Long, yeah, he's always entertaining. He's just he's a cool he's a cool actor. He's funny, but he's a dick in every movie too. Yeah, somewhat. He, he plays the role very well. He definitely did that in this movie. He kind of came. I mean, like I, I knew he was in the movie beforehand, so I was kind of waiting for him to show up at some point. Yeah, but, like when we were watching, Jensen didn't know, and she's like, "What the fuck is he doing in this movie?" Like that cut did kind of come out of nowhere. She didn't know Justin Long was in it. His character she starts off about the movie by like singing a song, like doing way too much while he's doing it. And you're like, "All right, this guy's a whole douche." That's yeah, a white thing you yeah. wouldn't understand. And then he, <laughs> then he immediately gets accused of rape, so that's where we start off with this character. And let and me it tell kind you, of is almost like a whole new movie at that point too. Yeah, it is. I kind of like that though because it kind of, kind of just like kept you guessing at that point. But 
the way he explained the rape too, like I don't know if I'm jumping too far ahead, but no, you're fine. We for we're me, at, we're at 42 was, minutes. We got to move along a little bit. For me, the way he was finally explaining that rape to his uh, friend or whatever, and he was like, "Oh, well, at first she was like blah 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 whatever, but she eventually came around." You know, I'm very persistent. So, did you want to give him benefit of the doubt before that? No. Oh, not at all. No, he definitely gave me like a whole sleazeball vibe, and I'm like, I was trying to give him benefit of the doubt before that. Even in the car? When he first heard about it? Yeah. When she first broke the news to him. And <laughs> okay, he driving, I guess he seemed really like, like he was like, the victim. Yeah. Every time. He that, seemed legitimately surprised by the accusation. Well, I was going to say, every time they tried to kind of redeem him or make him seem like he's not that bad of a guy, he always immediately turned around and did something fucking ten times worse. Yeah. Because I kind of wanted to root for him <laughs> a little bit, but then he kept doing stupid shit that made me think, okay, you're just a but fucking This kind of goes back to your director's statement about the little red flags because. To me, that whole thing was a heavy-handed kind of indictment of the way Hollywood is right now to where they have all these people like the Weinsteins and bullshit like that. Mm -hmm. Not just cancel culture. It's like the Weinsteins acting like they're above everything and they can't be faulted. And he viewed the whole situation Ah, different than the way the the woman did. Talking about Harvey, right? Yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fucking piece of shit probably i'll drink to that looks like a slug too <laughs> but like he kept like <laughs> like a slug but definitely like job of the hut fuck <laughs> that guy job of the hut dick job of the hut oh god an asshole but like, like, a, every like an scene, egg yeah <laughs> every you know what i'm talking about jeffrey yes <laughs> the egg dick the egg dick. An egg dick epstein <laughs> old egg dick epstein oh my god he, guys, he hangs out with saggy baggy eyes uh egg gene yeah you guys need old to egg dick and saggy baggy eyes. you guys, need to listen to you guys that, are gonna get episode. attacked by the republicans anyway go ahead republicans better not be listening to no i was just gonna say every scene i felt like they sprinkled in republican oh. i'm not <laughs> he's definitely not <laughs> at all Every scene with Justin Long, they kept sprinkling in more like dickishness to him. Like I kind of like you kind of want to like him, but then like as each scene progresses, you're just like this guy's just like he was a dick to his mom the whole time. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, he was a dick to the girl that was accusing him. And then like, I thought he, he tried to call I, and uh, give her a little apology. Drunk. Well, his mom didn't text. even like give him benefits out. She wasn't yeah. even like, did you actually do it? She was just like, what the hell? We're supposed to save people. But the scene that I thought was hilarious was when he found out that there was a basement in tunnels. The tape measure? He immediately was Googling, like, <laughs> property value yeah. and does basement count the for tape square measure footage. Thing, but I love the fact that the room with the camera didn't phase him. He's just stretching the, the tape measure The longest fucking tape measure in the world. Yeah, and then he sits on the bed and he's like, ugh. I was like, well, how did you not notice that before? Why would you sit that on that hilarious. bed? I thought that was great. Maybe he's got one of those uh, rape kill rooms in his house. So it didn't bother him at all. It was just another room to him. But I noticed a lot of people didn't like the movie when it kind of made that turn because it was more comedic from that point on. And do you guys, are you guys on that train a little bit? Yeah, I didn't necessarily mind the tone that it took because it still had that ominous tone to it with uh, comedy underlying it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, like, the whole mama bear thing to me, I didn't love. I get it. I get why because they show the flashback. You brought that up earlier. Of uh, the Frank flashback, Richard Briggs character. Yeah, 
Which, by the way, can that guy ever play a decent dude in a movie? No. no. Can he? No, he no. plays the worst and he's great at it. I love it. Yeah, him. but come this on, This was man. a bad movie for him, though. Like, Why he had no... Because he had no fucking scenes. True. He had no fucking... But that flashback, too, on. creepy stalking that girl. That whole though. flashback sequence was, like, shot very well. Oh, and I no, think it was one of my favorite parts of the movie. I think they wasted his talent. I think this should have been a better written character. He, uh... They show, like you guys mentioned, the house market thing. You talking about how it's during a terrible time, basically mm-hmm. like uh, mid to late seventies. Yeah, so so the, uh, uh, the crash automobile. of the automobile. Yeah. yeah, so you talking about all that and him, you know, kidnapping and abducting young women and doing you know what with in the basement and whatnot, and then the homeless guy brings up later the fact that you know. She's the copy of a copy of a copy, essentially, mm-hmm. just down the line, and it just so much inbredness going on there. And you, you know, like obviously it's going to be some sort of mutation. She's going to be fucked up, and she's not going to be okay. Plus, like she doesn't have the mental capacity to understand. She's going to be mutated beyond belief, right? So I understand what they were trying to do. I just thought the execution could have been a little better. Yeah. Didn't hate that part. It could have been better. Could have been better. And um, it just got, took like, you know, kind of a very weird, weird tone to it. And I think the problem was we had this conversation before. Before I watched the movie Malignant, do you remember what you said to me and Wells? It felt like three different directors were directing this movie and they didn't talk to each other. I felt that way during this movie that there were two directors and they didn't talk to each other. And he also told and but it I worked it. with Malignant. But I he liked also it chose with Malignant. But I, I don't think it. it worked as well with this one. He also told us there was no gray area and he was right about that. He was like, you're either going to like it or like you're going to hate it. And I 100% agree with you. Yeah. And I think this movie is the same way. Although I am a little bit in the gray area on this one. Um, that being said, are you guys okay with the fact that she was just a, an inbred mutation yeah. maybe you don't like the go execution first, i got a big bunch to say about all this. i do uh, I, well, I won't say i like it but i don't mind it i do have questions about it but it was like, the way it was executed like they what could i have said, explained her like backstory a well, little more like why was she so freakishly strong exactly i want to know because why she she's so mutated strong. she's so. she's i feel like she would be malnourished and very weak if she lived in tunnels and didn't oh are they oh, suggesting gosh. that because like can i can i go no I'm just does the incest go. does I'm the jumping. incest gene like I'm make jumping. her stronger somehow like is she mutated because of i think it? that's probably a, a copy of okay. a copy of i think that's copy. what it is and i'm taking the, the chains off Go this ahead. is a suspending belief bullshit that sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't i can't suspend belief when you're talking about inbred mutations there is never a, a, that i know of maybe you could prove me wrong by research but right. i've never seen any research to show an inbred mutation is a stronger mutation, right. a stronger genetic makeup. It's weaker every time. No, but that's so like if you're making. That's the mixed conception. Copy, copy, though. copy, copy. But I feel like she's going to be like, yeah, not able a, to walk. But that's a common she, misconception because, I mean, like, I feel like they did that wrong turn as well. That they explained like why those guys were so like strong and freakishly fast and all this other stuff. Strong. I don't think they were fast or strong in that. They were just. She was freakishly huge too. Like. She jumped like six feet out of a pit, holding a guy by one leg. You've never I mean, done that. It was stupid. Like yeah. it made so no, absolutely no sense. She busted through she, a whole brick wall and ripped a man's arm right she, out of the socket like it was nothing. Yeah. Did she fall in the pit? 
We all feel it in the beat. So wait, are you saying you would have liked it better if it had been more supernatural or monster related? Something different. Because like, I felt like there was no thought process. And like everything was set up so well in the first half of the movie. And then when it took this U-turn, which I don't mind U-turns. It took this U-turn, but then it went from creepy making sense kind of cool to what the fuck this makes no sense yeah th- that's the problem and i agree i agree 100 percent what you're saying you're talking about the door thing specifically right everything how the doors that. kept closing and opening in the middle of the night like she's like oh were you opening my door he's like no and then like when she went to the basement the door shut behind her how did it shut behind her the crazy mutation thing was in the basement yeah the crazy mutation thing was like the next evolution of the people under the stairs even down to the fact that like she couldn't talk like almost as if she had her tongue cut out of her head. Let's, let's like, hear the voice. Baby, baby. Like every inbred movie I've ever baby. seen. Now, now, wrong turn and like hills have eyes. So they had at least one that was like really big and kind of strong. But they were still inbred and there was still something wrong with them. She had stuff wrong with him, but had superhuman powers. It wasn't yeah. just strong. Well, she was superhuman, but in her and that's def- why he was breeding her that way. And I don't understand that. But in her but defense, maybe that's why she was the only one alive. Because wouldn't you think the others would be alive too? They were all dead except for her. So he, she probably he was killing them. them. And I even said this, at, like when we watched the movie, I said. Did you guys notice the videotapes? It said like redhead and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then it would have a name. So he was naming yeah. the inbreds. Right. And then was yeah. having sex with them. Because you'd have like a couple of them with... If you look at that, you would saw... Would you fuck that one? Fuck no. If you look at that, I paused it today. <laughs> you can see like the dates on them. They He had babies with the inbred babies. Babies with the babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just the women he was stealing and killing. He was having sex with different babies. Now can one say that that mutation down there... That's a huge big. <laughs> That's what Deuce Bigelow would say. Well, not Deuce Bigelow, but the guy in the background. I didn't get that reference. So you never watched this when... Deuce Bigelow? I watched it, but it's been so long. I don't remember that. He reference. was in the courtroom and he was dating this freakishly tall woman who was super sweet, by the way. And that was like the whole point of super sweet. Super sweet. She was a sweetheart, and that was the whole point. And the guy in the background, you never see, just yells, "That's a huge bitch! Yeah. <laughs> That's a big bitch there!" You just reminded me of the other best part of this movie, though, which was the homeless man. Has she ever like her? Like, what? How are you sitting Listen, here? Like, I've been living this motherfucker for twenty five years, and she 15. ain't never came in fifteen years. She ain't never been in this motherfucker. And at that morning, he <laughs> knew he was gonna die. <laughs> she tore his arm off dude, and beat him to death after she it. busted through a brick wall like the incredible. Hilarious. Wall. But why does it the dude, like the Kool Aid man? This dangerous woman's there in that neighborhood. Why, why is, is he, he still he living just there? Move somewhere. Yeah. He's a homeless dude living in a silo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been living down here in the uh, wide open for fifteen she years. She ain't never been in this motherfucker. That's why. So that brings up the next point I made after we watched it. The guy has been down there for a long time bedridden. He was the only source of income until this Airbnb started up. So obviously somebody has come in and think they thought they were buying this property. He's been down there as a recluse for a long time bedridden. Mm-hmm. She's apparently going out and getting groceries naked at night. Where, I mean, where's she getting all the food and water for There's that gas station right and, up I mean, the street. What the fuck is going on with and this movie? It, plus, that was no another sense. thing why I said, like, this was the worst Airbnb owner ever because she's like, oh, well, we let somebody stay there and then we don't clean it up until somebody else books it. Like, what? Why? Yeah. I was totally with just a long point, too. He's like, that's just fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. We don't yeah. clean unless we have to. Yeah. <laughs> but once again, Justin Long owns all these Airbnbs and never goes and sees them. 
Like, well, that's kind of weird. Yeah, but he was in I another feel like state. He probably I think pays it was, people to do that. Though. Yeah, he thought one, he was paying a, a, a management company to go in yeah, and manage these I things. I see that. But once again, if I own something, if I'm a rich dude and I own a bunch of stuff, I'm going to at least Google Maps them and see what it looks like and see that there's no Every time crack you, move, you wave that ponytail. <laughs> not crack houses out there. You know what I'm saying? Puts his hair back and forth. Oh, my God. I just so don't majestic. understand it. This movie took the wrong, wrong turn to me. Like, once it started showing her, it was cool yeah. until it started doing the baby and she's watching the old the 80s wrong. workout video. Mm-hmm. Babies! The titty, titty breastfeeding workout video. Yeah. Did anyone else find it funny that Justin Long, like, was... Went into the camera sex bedroom and was like creepy, gross dungeons. And then when he saw the breastfeeding video, he was like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought for sure he was going to suck on that titty. <laughs> She's like, drink it. I love how she drink it. He He's like, like ugh. Ugh. <laughs> that was so horrible. Be honest. Would you guys have taken a little nip off of it? Fuck. That nipple? I'd rather if it die. was between I just life and dragon's death. milk, so. <laughs> I mean, I've drank frog's ass, so. The milk probably wouldn't have been. So bad to think about, but just looking at that big ass hairy nipple. Trent just looks up. Five bucks, I'll do it. <laughs> hey, I'd be I'd be thanking the heavens above that she thinks of me as a baby instead of a lover. <laughs> that would be way worse. Her test is down there in the hole, like just do it, just do it. And I'm like, well, why don't you just fucking do it? Yeah, well she does. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> and how'd that random hair get on the nipple after she took a drink? God. Oh god, <laughs> it wasn't there before, and then all of a sudden there's like three of them so, after she takes a drink. Now let's talk about the big part, the moral dilemma. He shoots Tess. And then he does everything he can to try to save her. And I like the speech that he gives in front of the homeless man. He says, I don't know if I'm a bad guy or a good guy that did a bad thing. You're both. And then you kind of want to feel for him in that yeah, moment. Yeah, and then, then immediately 20 he seconds later, off. he goes to leave her for dead. <laughs> no, I'm going to be running up those fucking stairs. After, after the way he explained the whole rape situation to his buddy or whatever, I was like, this dude, there's no redemption for him. He's definitely a whole sleeper. Well, plus... When yeah. she comes down there and she's talking the whole time, yeah. and he shoots her from the shadows, I was like, "It's a little racist." <laughs> the, the the motherfucking twelve foot tall white tittied woman is not looking like Black Tess. Yeah, and he shoots her. Hello, and he shoots her. <laughs> but I, I gave him benefit I mean, come on. on that because he's on you're edge. Racist. So, like, probably you're gonna shoot the first thing that moves. In That's the dark. why you should not carry a gun. <laughs> Bra, <laughs> put the gun. After home. what you just said, <laughs> announce yourself said, if you're around Wells. Never announce yourself. Well, yeah. it's me, your buddy. You better fucking say something. Well, I'll tell you all. That's why it's better to have a flashlight in your hand than a flashlight connected to your gun because you don't want to point your gun at somebody you don't want to shoot. Give me a little more credit than what the you did. you know knowledge by Ian Wells. That's right. So well. And then conclusion to that. Speaking of this mutated woman's, we're, we're going to the climax now, right? We're at 57 minutes in this episode, and we're, we're towards the end of the movie. So, yeah. so another we're thing that bothered up. me. Wait, we're up at the top of the tower now, right? This, yeah. yeah. Okay. Another thing that bothered analogy. me about this creature woman with big titties Creature is, of the night. <laughs> one more supernatural feat. How's in the hell when... How's in the hell? <laughs> You've had too much to drink, sir. How's in the hell? How's in the hell? Is it when AJ throws Tess off the roof that, okay, first of all, Tess is like falling for what seems like five minutes before the big titty woman jumps off after it. <laughs> Can we call her any of the Let's call her mother. We call her mom or. But somehow she like catches Tess and ma- manages to like roll over and like 
Tess lands on top of her. To Tess rolled her. over. Did you notice that? Anyway. How'd you do that, though? You fell. I didn't even push you. you <laughs> oh, it's weird because I didn't even push you. You just yeah. kind of slipped and fell. What, what what was it playing when she was falling? Was it playing a song or was it just It was, music? but it was like this like weird, sad What song. was who swinging? AJ's? The song. There's something like, playing right while here. she was slow motion titty falling. <laughs> slow motion titty falling. <laughs> Like I, I watched it again. I can't I'm believe the wind joking. wasn't like. I, I, I swear when we watched it in the theaters, yeah, in slow motion for some reason on that big screen, I thought we were seeing wind hitting them just a little bit. Yeah. They weren't doing that in the movie. They Do you know what I, I thought of is the scene from the other guys where the Rock and Samuel Jackson jump off the roof. God, there goes my so hero. Aim for so the bushes. Stupid. Yeah, aim for the bushes. <laughs> There's no bushes down there. <laughs> Oh, don't get me started. I think they should have played a air supply song at that point when she oh, jumped God. off. They <laughs> should have did something with that I'm scene. all out of love. I'm so lost without you. They have so many songs, I can't think of one of those. Were you all still feeling for AJ at that point? Did they, you think there was redeeming qualities after he's like, oh, I could save myself, but you're going to have to like no. do something to distract Definitely her. not at that point. Def- I mean, like he had given so many... He would flags at that like you should have given up on him way earlier but definitely at that point you're like alright he's fucking he sacrificing to her to save himself when he goes down the last time like, yeah like she's laying there and she's oh, alive oh you just slipped let me help you he's a whole piece yeah, of shit I didn't mean I had to do it off. and so, when, when the big titty bit that's the thing you got me doing it when the mother <laughs> got up BTB yeah. BTB got up oh, um have, have you ever noticed that Justin Long in a horror movie just isn't destined to keep his eyeballs True. It's or or his sack. That was brutal. He has no nuts. And also another feat of superhuman strength. To be able to just rip a man's skull in half with your bare hands. Yeah. That was a cool scene, though. Yeah. It was. It'd show her power. Yeah, and he definitely got what he deserved. So she had bitch. to get those from deep down here. Like right <laughs> through here. Right through the breast. Begs the question, though. Did the ending suck? Is that your question? Well, my question was, was Justin Long the Barbarian? I don't think there was a Barbarian. I think they were just on Barbary Street. They were on Barbary Barbera. Street. The old man. Belinda Bucklebrush. Bar- barbarian. I don't know. Why was it called Barbarian? I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of it was Justin Long, the way Hollywood and film celebrity treats people normal people I think uh, we were expecting Skarsgård to be the barbarian but he wasn't he was a good guy and that was our expectations on what barbarianism is I mean it's pretty barbaric to steal and kill women and rape them and make babies and then fuck the babies steal you mean kidnap (laughs) I don't think you steal a person so, I mean, I mean technically old, stealing and kidnapping are the same thing. But Frank was definitely a barbarian, but I think that, that uh, Justin Long was definitely pretty barbaric as well. For his disrespect to okay. women, his disrespect to human life other than his own. Did anybody think or feel like his character, if you've seen this movie, you'll know what I'm saying. His character was almost the exact same character as in Tusk. I have not seen that. I, I purposely have avoided that movie. Oh. Okay, so should anybody we, out there, Luna, you can back me up it? on this. He's basically the same kind of guy in Tusk. He's like an asshole that thinks the world revolves around him, 
but he tries to act like he's a good person, but he's really not. Should we watch that? HBO Max did recommend it after I got done watching it. It is Barbarian today. To me, a better movie than this because it's more comical. Hmm. It's funny and it doesn't take itself so seriously in that many moments. But that's just if you want to watch a guy try to turn See, another guy this into movie a took walrus. Itself that seriously either. <laughs> oh wow. Well. It's pretty so much what it's it takes about. Takes Tusk literally. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like the uh what's what's the one where the Mouth to ass movie. Oh, human centipede. centipede. Yeah, human centipede. It's kind of like that kind of. You got to suspend belief a little bit in that one, right? So something Tusk you kind of need like to that. watch once, but you'll probably never watch again. I would watch it again. I'd find it funny. I found Tusk. We'll funny. watch it movie night. Yeah, let's do it. I would argue though that this was a horror comedy, Barbarian, wouldn't you all? I know you guys debated it on your silver screen episode. I think it's definitely a horror comedy. Like. I'm- don't think it was meant to be that way, but it's definitely a horror not, with comedic. I'm not saying it's like Shaun of the Dead or something like that. Like it's definitely, but there's a lot of black comedy in it. Wow, <laughs> really? <laughs> dark, dark <laughs> comedy. Let's say. No, I'm sticking with black. Black comedy. <laughs> All right. Black don't crack unless it cracks you up in the theater. I mean, Justin's long, from Justin Long's character on. I feel like it was a lot of. Oh, uh, it was straight comedy for him since he showed up on screen. And I'm I, not sure. I don't feel it was a comedy. I think it was a confused movie. And I think that made the comedy. I think there was some comedy in it, but I don't think it was like enough to where it was trying to be a black comedy or like a horror comedy. I just don't think there was enough in it. Like right. The whole first half of the movie, there was nothing funny about it. Yeah, like Shaun of the so, Dead is a true horror. But maybe the, the whole comedy. first half was that misdirect. They want to pull you in thinking it's this. But then, then it's not a comedy. It's like, because that was right. literally 35, 40 minutes into the movie until it changed. Not a horror comedy then, but a lot of comedy in it, I guess. Like it did. Was. Like everybody says like it was, it was a misdirection, but to me it seemed like a, like a Quentin Tarantino style horror movie. Where it wasn't really a misdirection, but just different stories that just intertwine at the end. So, before we dive into ratings of this movie, does anybody have anything else to add? Maybe hmm. a short story? or no. Are we talking short stories? We kind of yeah, spent our hour talking the movie. <laughs> I would just... Which I is get, fine. I can we rate this it? for an actual episode. Means had a story. Oh, means- thank God it didn't get really weird when I tried to like flawlessly segue into that. I know, but if we had, hey, if we were at like 45 minutes, I would do it. We're at a, yeah. You guys act like none of our episodes are an hour and 25 minutes, an hour and 45 minutes. It might make for a good episode in the future. Before sure we, we rate it, I just want to say story. that it's a oh. rumored true story, but a lot of historians think that it was probably fake. Why don't you tease legend. it? What's the story of? Maybe it's we'll the Sonny Bean story. So it's uh, it's basically like the history of the uh, inbred <laughs> clan. <laughs> what Sonny, was the name? Sonny. Sonny Bean. Bean. The Bean clan from Scotland. And they laid it in Yankee Bean. I'll just tell you a little bit about it. And then, like, we can discuss it later on because I, when I, when I thought inbreds and like really weird stuff like that, I started Once thinking of all these other Trent. movies. Well, Trent's from West Virginia, yeah. so I mean, mountain money. Yeah. It's, uh, it's in my blood. I started thinking about you know like all these other movies that have inbreds in them and how this one's like way different because she's superhuman. But then it started making me think about other inbred true stories. I was looking a few up this week. 
And the Sonny Bean story is fairly famous. If you guys don't know it, it's basically about a, a Scottish clan from a couple hundred years ago that basically would wait for people to come by this cave and or they would go out at night and they would rob and and uh, kind of uh, kidnap people and rob them of their stuff. And they were cannibals as well, so they'd eat those people and then they would breed each other and their whole clan was all inbred and supposedly it went into the like 70 80 people inbred family in this in this big cavernous like cave system uh and it got pretty brutal some of the stories pretty brutal about what they would do supposedly but in hindsight i think a lot of historians have kind of agreed at this point that it's more legend than truth so Makes for a good story, though. But we talk yeah. legends on this show. We'll do it. We'll Absolutely. do it someday. Sorry, I keep feeling a draft come through, and I'm thinking like... It's just a ghost like chill out. Window. Talking about that giant hole in that window. What happened from that? You got ghosts in your blood. That's all it is. I just feel it. So, any other talking points about the movie? I feel like we covered it pretty well. Sorry. I'm Ian's going to have another drink, apparently. <laughs> wells, wells, wells. i got to be honest with you guys. If I don't drink this socially while I'm here with you now, I'm probably never going to drink it. Because it's gross. Because you don't like it? It's not as good as I remember it. Being. <laughs> I knew it's it. It's not great, but look, I've almost I got I fucking knew it. I've you probably drank drink. it while you were drunk and Absolutely. thought it was good. You yeah. don't ever do that. Dragon's milk. Right. This is fucking great. Start yeah. off fucking delicious. This is the first time I've started off with like it. Everybody so. Straight from the dragon. are drunk. But so, back, back to the... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, go ahead. I was oh, just going to say back to the, the movie. My personal favorite scene was when Tess escapes from the basement window. And then the... I'm sticking with Big Titty Woman. BTB. BTB is right behind her. And she like reaches out through the window and just kind of like fades back into the shadow. Like I thought that was the creepiest scene in the movie. No? Ba- no, I'm, I'm ba- agreeing. I'm just uh, like... Ba-ba. I'm thinking like... Ba-ba. Once you escape the first... We already talked about it, but like once you escape that first time... Babe, be babe. No reason to ever go back. Even if someone's down there, you go back, back with like... Oh, no, but you're supposed to go save your friends. I mean, you go back with maybe 20 fucking people or yeah. more. Like, cops that <laughs> Where are you going to find like, 20 people in that know. neighborhood? I don't know, but I'm just saying... You Run to the go gas back. station, I'm going to need you, you, those butterfingers. <laughs> let's go back. I need 20 fresh legs. <laughs> okay. Surely there was more than one homeless person around there, though, right? Maybe. I mean, Clearly like not. Apparently, it was just, it was just crackheads everywhere. You All right, crackheads. I got crack for everybody if y'all just come help me out real quick. Real quick. Where are they getting the crack? Get him and run. <laughs> Use your crackhead strength. Real quick. Not, I, 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 I know we're wrapping up. We are done, sir. I want a, an obvious question that I should have brought up earlier. The tunnels. Did the old man make the tunnels? Were they already there? Like, what... Did anyone wonder about the tunnels? Secret tunnels. Well, I don't Did know. Be- I don't know because house? they didn't develop his character. They should once again. They should have went into a good little God, more. God, did you want a whole montage of building the damn tunnel? He was such a good character, and could he's such a good character actor, and they wasted his talent. I'll they give you that. They casted Richard Brake, and they definitely should have gave him more on backstory. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Obviously, with that. you had DoorDash because that bitch isn't going to. Because <laughs> all fucking, we saw. She's not going to Thornton's to get yeah. food every night. All we saw very much How's was him like, stalking this woman, going to like the grocery store to get his supplies. And then he goes in the house down in the basement, and that's it. Now, I just imagine her going to the grocery store. Oh, you here for some okay. more spare ribs? Buh. 
ba baby. baby oh back. baby back we're ribs back. okay yeah we've got those on sale chilies but that's probably what he got door dashed every yes. night <laughs> but do you guys think each crack house had a stairway that connected and it was like a big system that went under the whole we don't area. know that they were crack houses mm, yeah. Trent. well they were that's just, what we've been calling they were old houses because he had been there in this house for how long since everybody moved out was it did they say a year it's i know the homeless 70s. guy said he'd been there for 15 years so is that how long it was since everybody moved out or what all i know it is doesn't 15 show years the guy that, that nobody's been in this yeah the guy that like was gonna leave and he's told him he better leave he's like i'm not leaving kind of thing yeah he I'll wasn't leaving leave. because of his project or whatever right. but they like, never leave i mean think about that how much harder that would be for him to go get his victims at malls and gas stations what if a big made, area is all blown out what if by, he made the women what he kidnapped him what if he made them dig the tunnels could dig have been. a tunnel dig dig a tunnel dig and i'll let you leave bitch Maybe what there's if, sequel material there. What if he made the inbred children before he killed them start digging more on the top? Oh, you're yeah. not good enough and kill them and have sex it with would them. Seem That's like, not how you dig a tunnel. It would seem like it was open for a sequel. Prequel, it? sequel. Because yeah, there's more there. When I they think. don't show a death on a scene. You're gun owners, so I just wanted to bring up this point. The one thing that I thought was weird about that whole scene when they're in the basement and he's seeing all that shit, for one, old technology doesn't work too well, mm-hmm. right? They still had electric coming down into the basement. He's running his little VHS, showing all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is dilapidated. Cobwebs everywhere. Rust everywhere. The dude has some kind of... She's been feeding him because did you notice the food spills on his shirt? Okay, whatever. It was titty milk. That, that was DoorDash. Oh. <laughs> that was DoorDash. Maybe that's the way she was feeding him. I never even thought of that. Oh, okay. Titty milk. But anyway, that's a, good, that's a good theory there, Trent. Yeah, thanks for that, Trent. So... <laughs> I wonder what I should have DoorDash tonight. Buffalo Wild Wings. That's right. Yeah, give me some of that. I like where your head's at. Asian Zang. (laughs) So he goes through, and you're thinking he's going to shoot him with this gun, right? Mm -hmm. Was that not the most pristine, oiled, fucking stainless steel gun you've ever seen in your life? It was very shiny. He pulls out of the drawer Uh, after all all that shit is like as old as it was. I was like, why is that gun so nice looking? Yeah. Like that yeah, makes no fucking sense. Cleaned it all the time, hence the rest of his house being in Unless he got it from a recent victim, possibly. From his rectum, would you say? Uh, recent, <laughs> from his rectum. Recent victim. Oh. There we go. <laughs> Why do you make that <laughs> noise? He said he got it from his rectum. Trent, I was yeah. like, what? He tear something when it was coming out? I'm going to judge how the person brought the gun into the house. I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, that's that's literally a good... When I was watching that with you guys in the theater, I was like, that is so odd. That's yeah. like brand new looking. That's a legit question. And also, like, maybe I missed this. That was like a reasoning, but Why did he decide to kill himself all of a sudden? Maybe he had, Maybe uh, he realized, like, oh, if that guy does come... Get if he the does cops. Kill but then again, he could have just shot him. Exactly. That's what he, I thought he, he points it at him, and then he does that. I watched it with you on the theater, like, and this. I guess it's been long enough Fuck for even this. when I watched it today, maybe. I was still thinking, like, oh, is he going to shoot him? Maybe but I forgot he, he killed us. So. Maybe he realized the barbarian that he was. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Now, I will say, if we're going to go, <laughs> if we're going to nitpick this movie, I will say, when Justin Long drops, <laughs> drops the gun. Drops the gun off the water tower and it hits the stairs and falls off. How did it land so far in the street? I didn't notice that. It's a heavy gun. 
It wouldn't yeah. bounce that far. And there was like such a big there area was that was fenced in. Area, yeah, that they you apparently got the couldn't get out of the same hole that the black guy took him in. Mm-hmm. But he easily got out. All right, bloodstains. We're not going <laughs> to... You have to think, though. He dropped it at no. like a 63-degree angle, which means it would bounce at 52. It's kind of in fucking geometry. No, right? it wouldn't <laughs> because of the weight <laughs> of the gun. That was definitely... <laughs> he's, like, he's like Monk over there. He's like calculating. Here's what happened. The important thing is to say with confidence so people think you know what you're talking about. That's a great show, by the way. I love Monk. Let's wrap this mother... Up and give our summaries and scores. Let's do it. Final thoughts. Do you remember what I gave it on paperweight? I don't. Was it like a six? Whatever I got, I'm recycling. This isn't paperweight. Give it. I can't give it a different score. You don't want people to go listen to that podcast (laughs) to hear your score. All six people that heard it, one of them might be here. Oh, is it you? We trying to say? (laughs) If you gave it a six, that's kind of got more listeners than six. I was one of those six people. So wait, give your final. Summary and a score. Six, you said. Give a five. I, I, th- I think I really am going to give it a six. I don't know. Now that I've talked to you guys and you guys have opened my mind, I'm probably going to give it a four. But six, because like, I didn't <laughs> hate it. I, I think the reason it gets such a high praise for me, and I say high being six, is because like I thought it had a great um, kind of cold open to it. I thought it had a great cold open. And I was very intrigued. I was on the edge of my seat. And at that point, I probably would have gave the movie at least an eight, eight and a half. Damn. Mm. Yeah, at first. Mm. But then, like, when they make the the reveal of Justin Long, and uh, and then he goes down into the catacombs, so to say, and he finds out what the thing is, I think it started losing. It's just started, I started chipping points away. So I think I've worked it down to five and a half to six. I, I, I'm going to be generous and say six because I thought it opened really well. That is fair. Who's next? I'll go ahead. All right, Darren, you go ahead. (laughs) No, you're already talking. Go. Okay. I just want to say, like, I feel like I benefited greatly from a second viewing. Upon first viewing, I probably would have gave this movie, like, a 4.5, maybe. But, I don't know. Upon first viewing. But So, I got the wrong impression. When I watched it, I thought you really kind of liked it. I did, too. And I thought you I just didn't really hate it. it. You, you thought I don't kind of liked it a lot? Not a lot. I just said I thought you I kind of liked was, it a lot. <laughs> I thought I was the one that didn't really like it at all when we first watched it. Because my memory serves me like I thought at the end of the movie we all three looked at each other like, well, that was a movie. <laughs> it, it was a movie. I mean, when we got out to the parking lot, I literally said, I was like, I mean, I'm not saying it was great. I don't still don't know how I feel about it, but I definitely wouldn't say I hate it. I wish Stop I was there. I hated it. Stop it. You could have been. <laughs> yeah, we should. I wish I knew. Four weeks' notice instead of one. Yeah, instead yeah. of one. I had a bubba. Bubba. Bubba bullshit. <laughs> if only if you would have. Your look, wife had look, that bubba look, baby. Looked up the release date, you would have known. You so, didn't know when your baby was being born, you did guys you? would have waited a week. It would have went to our local theater, and I could have went. <laughs> we didn't know it was going to go there. Yeah. I didn't either. I <laughs> want to see children, it in bad children, chairs at the local theater as opposed to a three-story. Yeah, I'm sorry. Relaxing that was a great theater. theater. We all and know we our theater sucks, and Jeffersonville's theater is great. And good foods. We all know that. Yeah, our theater agree. only sucks well, because I, I had teenagers in this town always have to come ruin horror movies by not shutting the fuck up the whole time while you're watching. shut them up. I do shut them up. He's done it before. I'm going to go to a movie in Madison going for to teacher mode. if I take Mr. Means with me. You always take me. I'll like hide behind him. Yeah, you tell him to <laughs> shut up. You tell him to shut up. He's my hero. 
Was that like one of your favorite or pet peeve things to have to do when we worked at the theater when I would like make you go sit behind teenagers and tell them to shut up and like actually park you in the movie? I didn't mind telling them to shut up, but it was just like... Did you know that we would do that? No. If, if, if they were constantly like bicker, instead of like, you know, but, your last warning before throwing him out is one of the ushers or... One time I, as a manager, even went in. I I, I was watching... And it was a terrible fucking movie, too. And I, like, I went and like, I kept getting complaints about these kids and they wouldn't shut up. So I went in and warned them several times. And then finally I went and I just sat directly behind them. And one of them leaned. I literally was sitting like this and I'm wearing a suit and I'm hunter and shit. But uh, one of them leans over to say something. When they do, they catch me in their peripheral. And the girl just looks at me and she just fucking gives me the Wells eyes. And she just looks at me like, oh God. And then she leans over and they start talking. She's like elbowing them, telling them to shut up. And then she does this like. Like this little motion to turn, and I'm just. I just picture your head on the seat. Right I actually now. did lean in at one point between two <laughs> the of them. Head detective. You guys yeah. better shut up. When I was, the I was like that the, floating uh, head from the antlers. Obviously, yeah. walk by people and be Those like, nuts? Shh. You were a great usher at our film festival. Thank but you, that was two weeks ago. Although they did keep talking. Go check out our film fest recap. Hey, I have not stopped thinking about that film festival since. I loved it. But to finish my final thoughts on this movie, like I said, initially I probably would have gave it a 4.5. But upon going back and watching it again today before doing this episode, I just felt like when I went into it this time, I already had low expectations. So I just kind of had like a better time watching it this time. I felt like it was not a great movie, but it was still kind of fun. It was still kind of fun for a horror movie. So I want to give it a 6.5. Okay, that's a huge leap. Yeah. Are we going around the table? Am I next? All right, I'll go next. I've only seen it the one time by myself without you guys. Uh, <laughs> with two babies, one I, in each arm. With one baby watched it with us, one was the one titty out, the other one was a bottle. <laughs> My hairy titty. Was yeah. Okay, as long as it's not an incest baby, it's okay. I, uh, not that I know of. <laughs> oh my no, God. No, this took a fucking <laughs> leap. Wow. <laughs> I do think this movie probably... Jensen to him? I don't know. <laughs> Going to friggin' uh, Ancestry.com. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> we love Trenton. I do think this movie probably warrants multiple viewings. Like a sister? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> shit. Sorry. I was telling Means the other day uh, that... Steven? Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. I, I, I really like especially horror movies that I have no idea what the fuck's going to happen next or where it's going. And that's exactly what this movie was. And I said, sometimes the journey is more fun than the destination. Mm -hmm. So now that I've watched it and stepped back and we've kind of discussed it, there's a lot of stuff that kind of didn't make sense or that they could have explained better. So there was a lot of suspension of belief. But while I was watching it the whole time, I was like, what the fuck is about to happen next? And I really enjoyed that part of it. So I'm kind of like Wells a little bit. I had a lot of fun watching it. And honestly, on first viewing, I'm going to give it a 7. Nice. It could go down on second or third viewings, but for the first viewing, I'm going to give it a 7. It wasn't perfect, but it was definitely different and out there and weird. Yeah. It misled you. It took you different ways that I didn't think it was going, and I just, you know, I had a lot of fun with it. So I'm oh, going to yeah. give it a 7. I love it I when I can go back and high, but... watch a movie again, and I'm expecting like to have to suffer through it, and I actually enjoy it more. Like, yeah, I it's, mean... It's cool. I don't know. I think that's unique when a movie can kind of pull you in those different directions. So, six. 6.5. Seven. 
You gave it a seven? That means you gotta give it a seven point five. Where were you thirty seconds ago? Where were you? It means it's gonna bring us all down here. He's gonna Yeah. I look am. <laughs> I am. He's like three I hate and to and be that guy. No, I'll go I'll go four and a half. Oh Ooh, shit. Wow. I will go four and a half, and this is why. That's pretty low. You're putting it down there at That's the That's my second lowest. But you said the other day podcast. you didn't hate it. Didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. I also said that. True. Here, uh, second, second viewing. I don't know where a four and a half gets you then. That's, Still an F. That's one of our lowest scores, I think, on this podcast. That's my no, so, no we had a no. one of no, one You're of. it right down there with Darren's Barons, man. Darren's Barons. <laughs> we average out at, a, no, at least a six. They, gave, they gave Texas Chainsaw Massacre like a four. He's never going to I'm not even going to fucking lie. I wasn't on that one. There's so many people that love that movie. Anyway. So I many digress. people love Child's Play. I digress. I, hey, I, hey, I would hey, give hey. Child's Play like a six. We're not bringing up five old or shit. six. I think I give it like a six. That's okay. That's okay. But anyway, so this movie here, here's where I disagree a little bit with both of you guys talking about the second watch. This is a movie when I look at movies, I either you know we were talking about the elevated horror bullshit. <laughs> Because that shouldn't even it's be a ele- word. Elevated horror. Shouldn't be elevated. <laughs> it's elevated horror. It's got metaphorical. It's got melo- metaphorical uh, subtext to the uh, political ramifications of the time. Now. So woke. But it does have stuff like that it in does. it. All it does. Horror All it. horror kind of nowadays does. However, I th- I like movies that take turns that I can't predict. I agree with that. I like movies that are fun to watch. I agree with that. Right. I do agree that the first half of this movie is really good. He pointed to each of us on each I one. I did. I'm agreeing. He's still pointing at me. He's still pointing at me. pointed at me, then he pointed at me. I'm, I'm showing where I agree with all Let three. Let the record show. <laughs> However, it was not good enough with the first one to make it a great movie. It was not funny enough with the second half to make it a funny movie. It's not good enough to not the, be bad. The kills outside of the one kill was not that good until the end. So you had a kill in the middle and you had a kill at the end that was good. <laughs> she so ripped a man's horror. arm off and beat him to death. That was her. stupid. That it was a didn't even much. look real it and it bad. didn't look it was bad. That was the worst kill of the movie. I nobody had been in this motherfucker. Nobody had been in this motherfucker for 15 years. I felt like that whole scene was set up to be bad. Yeah, that was not a good scene. But my whole thing is like it wasn't if I'm looking at this film I'm sitting here looking at the poster and everything and it's taking itself serious. It's Having one of those posters, it's like the malignant poster. Mm-hmm. It's like an Eastern European mid '80s, late '70s poster. So it's trying to take itself serious, and I can't take it serious by looking at the second half of the movie. It's fucking dumb as fuck. But I think that's so, why I enjoyed it the second time because I wasn't taking it as serious. But how do you take a movie serious that's trying to take it serious, but then you don't take it serious? Is the it trying time to take walk, it serious? I though? think it is. I, don't I know. think what it makes really you is. think that though. Because there, there was no comedy outside of Justin Long saying one-liners. Where was the comedy? Because she's naked. I laughed out Where's loud. Where's the comedy? Pretty comical. It wasn't supposed to be a funny part, but I literally yeah, not comedy. It wasn't she had never been in this motherfucker and then she busted the wall. That was not Him comedy. saying 15 years and she's she never, never been, been in this motherfucker. Instantly burst through the wall like the fucking Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid man. Yeah. Ripped yeah, his arm off. You're not going to tell me that. Are you serious? I think it was. I don't think that's comedy. Another shout I don't think out. it's supposed to be. I thought another it was supposed to be Another shout out to the homeless man. This scene wasn't supposed to be funny, but I laughed out loud today when like when she's coming back from the interview and he's like running down the street like, hey, little girl. Hey, don't go in that house. That I thought was supposed to be genuine jump scare because 
because we thought he was a crazy man. It was a little, house. it was looking The movie I felt like loud. was trying to take itself serious the whole time. It had a little bit of comedy in it, but it could have been balanced. When you have I'll a movie, I think when you have a movie that's supposed to be taken serious but it's comedic, it's a bad movie. It, it becomes unless unless because I watch all kinds of trash. Like and I love all kinds of trash. Movies. trash. Like street trash. <laughs> Damn, street trash is great. That's a great fucking That's movie. That's an actual movie. Yeah, no, you guys seen it? I know I'm the horror fan here. You guys are kind of casuals. No, but whatever. wait a minute. Why are we on this podcast? <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> That's how that works. We're hardcore horror fans. You're just a fanatic. That's what it is. You liking cheesy sea oh. movies doesn't make you more of a horror fan. No, I've seen. A lot of movies, and but I'm, you've watched my you point, watch shitty movies on purpose. I yeah, my find point enjoyment is, in it. doesn't make you a better horror fan than no, us. No, my point <laughs> is I've seen a lot of horror movies, and when you look at something like so, this, wait, your point is shit. Hey, ahead, hey, hey, I'm hey. Done. I ain't gonna say anything else. <laughs> you guys, I got a four. <laughs> you said four point five. Didn't I took five. I can't. Point five, point five, I can't let me finish my statement, so I'm done. Well, I don't want to be insulted. Don't blame him. He just thinks this is. I'm the not Silver trying Street to insult you. I'm not. saying I would. I would. You've said yourself. I watch a lot of shitty movies that you hate, and that's you fine. But it doesn't them. make you a bigger horror fan than us. You just said it did. I've watched probably ten times the amount of movie. I'm not saying I'm a better judge of horror movies. I'm saying I'm a bigger horror fan because I watch way more than yeah. you guys do. I get it. Like he's, I do. I he's know way like, more about horror and movies you're than you guys do. I'm not trying. He's to be like mean. willing to watch. Like shitty movies that we probably wouldn't even think about. And that's watching. fine, but I'm not saying it makes you yeah, like better old, than any like older people. Like he had did already, I say better? I like, did not want like to say better. He was kind of insinuated. And we probably wouldn't have watched horror films. He had already seen Just the like, And, and I even said watch I watch a lot of trash movies. I didn't didn't say I was smarter than you. We got to wrap this up. We're cutting all that out. I wanted to do all that. That was bad. Hey, argument makes for the best episode. It was a debate. It was an argument. I'll edit this. I'll cut that out. All right. Well, so there's our I give it a four. Four. So we got a four from Darren, a six, six. from Ian, 6.5 from me, and a seven from you. Yep. There you have it. I'm sorry if I took it the wrong way. It's all right. I think we average that out. It's not it's cool. too bad it's of cool. an overall score cool. from the group. Yeah, go check out Barbarian. Let us know. It's kind of one of those movies. That's, bro, I'm not mad. Off the air. Off the air. We're trying to have, <laughs> fucking destroy trying the to have table, guys. With me, man. I like it we, in the mouth. We want to. <laughs> who doesn't? We want to hear your all's thoughts, right, on this movie because it's one of those movies. It's kind of love it or hate Who's, it, right? Yeah. These two. Well, I'm gonna. Oh, I, I know you're pointing. Thoughts. Let me redo the my audience. whole thing. I'm Everyone's just gonna cut all that out. Here. Let me redo my whole thing. That way, I don't sound offensive yeah. to him. I'm about or... to piss my pants, Darren. Just let him do it. Guys. Just go pee. Just you don't have to like listen to me. You don't have to be. You don't have to Go pee. Go pee. And I can hold it. Go ahead. You're really cutting all this out. Go ahead. Well, like Dumb and Dumber. My whole my whole thing about this movie is it seems like it's elevated, even though I don't like that word. It seems like it's taking itself serious, and then it gets goofy, but I don't think it purposely got goofy. Right. I think they were still trying to be serious, just give a twist. I see what you're saying. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not a trash movie. It's not a, right it's not a comedy. I don't think it's a comedy like you said it was. I disagree on that point. I do agree that... It had some of the best openings, like Ian said. I, I agree that it was, had comedic moments and had some yeah, decent I, kills. I but take I, back my comp, like full fledged comedy, but like definite comedic. It did, but 
I don't I don't agree that it had that tone purposely. I think there was parts that had comedic moments that were not necessarily meant to be comedic. I think that scene where she busts in was funny to us all, yeah. but I don't think the director meant it to be funny. I think he meant it to be so. a jump scare. I, yeah. I agree. Could it be both? Like, like I said, today when I was watching it, I found myself laughing out loud at parts that I felt like I wasn't supposed we to We weren't supposed at. to laugh. And that's why it, when I'm looking at this and the way it takes itself serious with the poster mm. and the way it took itself so serious the first 40 minutes of the movie, yeah. I would not ever buy this movie. And now that I've watched it twice, I'll never have to watch it again because I don't feel like it was worthy of my second viewing. Are you upset that you had to watch it? That you watched it a second time? No, I gave it a chance again. I even told him I don't have to watch it because I remember it all. But I yeah. wanted to see it again to see if anything changed. Yeah. And I actually felt worse, not better. Like Ian felt better about it. Mm-hmm. I felt worse because I what? It wasn't that I had low expectations. I was trying to give it a chance and make other things make sense. There were so many parts that didn't make sense. I felt like it was not a good movie. It was, it was, I didn't hate it because there was many parts that were good, right? but I didn't like it. And I would never buy this movie. I would never own this in my collection. I respect that. I would not have watched it again today if I did not already have HBO Max. Throw it back in my head. (laughs) Get this, this fuck out of here. Well, I like having a big collection. That's (laughs) kind of a big dick. That's why I love streaming. Yeah, you do. Cause just piss your pants. I would not have paid to watch this again. Just let it go, man. It's your house. We won't tell anybody. You're only cool. Oh, that's my leg. You fucking barbarian pissing your pants over here. Wow. Like Billy Madison him? Yeah. I thought so. You're only cool if you pee your pants. I love this, guys. I I thought this was a better discussion than what I thought we were going to have on this This was a good episode, I think. This was a good review. Barbarian's a good good movie to talk about. Yeah. It was. Because everybody could, like, have different opinions on this movie. It's not like a catch-all. And to our listeners, if you've only seen this movie once and you're not exactly sure how you feel about it, I would like you to go back and watch it again and then let us know in the comments on social media of your choice how you feel about it. Exactly. We would love to hear from Torrance is tired or has to pee. I don't know which one. It's both. You guys hold each other's while you're in there. I'm going to hold that. You're going to need I'm going to need two Take us home, Means. Take us home. Wrap us up. Well, we just had our uh, first annual horror film festival that the podcast people are like oh my god oh, shut up god we listened to your we not talk about it it's been two episodes we haven't talked about it We're but about it now. we need to talk about it all year to like garner more interest for next year oh definitely i, I have to say if you haven't seen feed me go out and watch eggs we talked about that quite yeah. extensively but it's, it's available to stream now 36 the movie awards now hey, it, feed me based on a True story. Maybe an and episode. Feed me is officially available. At least I know on like Voodoo it's and Roku. Yeah, it's on video it's on demand for sure. They're, they got plans to do Blu-ray and future, 4K stuff. Future episode right there. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was good. And talking to the director, he I mean, one of the directors, he was he was really cool about letting us have his film. Uh, one of the actors friended me on Facebook. Did he? Aww. Yeah. Cool. It was the fish, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. I have to look to tell you. So we have roughly what about eleven and a half months till our next film festival. Eleven months. So you guys need to start checking Almost your calendars a calendar now. Year. <laughs> uh, it's the third week in October. Horror, horror. You know, podcast is going to be. I'm telling you, means is like the mayor from Halloween Town and Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Only 364 days till next Halloween. Something I forgot. Hey, buy our merch there too. Before we end this too, <laughs> if you haven't bought it. Please don't cut this out because I hope she hears it, but I forgot to tell you all. 
Last week I was in Scottsburg and I had my whore, you know, hat on. And the one you're not wearing now? Yeah, the one I'm not wearing. But <laughs> I'm wearing a white Sox greasy Point at a White Sox hat. I'm anyway. wearing <laughs> an Ahura at the Ohio Film Festival t shirt. You don't give me credit for that, though. It's a good looking shirt, I will say. Thank you. Trent does say so himself because he designed it. So <laughs> I was in Scottsburg well. last weekend at Cracker Barrel and I go up to. <laughs> The counter, and this girl has table a huge, number four. <laughs> this Susie girl has a waitress. huge smile on her face, and she's like, uh, "She's like, oh my god, are you with that podcast?" And I was like, "Yeah, why are you familiar with it?" She's like, "Yes." She said, "I listen to you guys all the time on my on my way to work." And I was like, "That's why awesome. do you guys always get recognized? Why do I, I ever get recognized yeah, for this?" She was like, "I don't get recognized. You've been recognized. You got recognized. recognized. I never get recognized." She was like, "I wanted to come." To wear she was like, "The whole time you were sitting over there, she's like, I thought about coming to say something to you, but she's like, I wasn't sure if I should." She's you're like, like a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "I'm glad you did, but yes, to this." Girl that works at Cracker Barrel, thank you so much for listening to us on your way She's to like, work. Can we not get her name for a shout-out? And if I could finish, I just want to say that I'm sorry <laughs> I didn't get your name. But please, if but you're listening to this episode, you. please comment on social media of your choice and let us know who you are. It's she Angela. Is, she was watching the whole been. time like, ooh, that's chocolate poops right there. She was <laughs> <a> <laughs> Sexual chocolate. Thank you for sexual listening to us, and thank you for serving chocolate. me delicious food at Cracker Barrel. Also hitting it up. Also, Girl. can we talk about the fact that you went to Cracker Barrel without me? Oh. Mm. Well, it was last minute. I was watching Poor Gerald shit. Hansen. The best cracker. I'm not Trent. The best cracker you know. Yeah. You didn't take him to Cracker Barrel. Yeah. I was watching you know, Gerald Hansen on I'm YouTube. I'm a cracker, and, and I love a, barrels. He took a country fried steak food challenge, and I was like, damn, I want some country fried steak. You so just I left in the middle of the episode? I did. <laughs> as soon as the episode was over, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to drive to I was like, I'm going to drive to Scottsburg. It's only half an hour some country fried steak and some old-fashioned mashed potatoes right now. And I'm glad I did because if not, I would never meet our fan at Cracker Barrel. Oh, i got to get some well, buttermilk biscuits. Cracker Barrel waitress. We hope you're listening. Whoever you are. Friends. That's right. We appreciate you. Well, that's all we got this week. So, Also, can we get some extra jelly with this? A little, little extra gravy? A little extra gravy. <laughs> Means is trying to wrap this <laughs> Sorry, awful man. ending So up. we're going to see you guys uh, next week. Stay spooky, my friends. Oh, are we not I'm doing Darren. the outro? I'm Darren. <laughs> I'm Trent, and I got to piss. I'm Ian, and that's it. I'm Ian, and I'm going to elude him from pissing. I'm I'm Darren, and I'm going to watch them go into piss. I like looking at their asses. Stay spooky. Ooh, hey. That was the scariest thing I've seen on it. In the dead of night, when the moon is high, and the shadows dance, the evil will rise. So now is the time to let all your